Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. We are, uh, we're on the road. She's a roadie. Oh? Yeah. Home game for the Flames, road game for Boomer and Pittner. I can get used to this view, I'll tell you that. This is uh, pretty screens, golf course? That's right, yeah. Okay. See those white things over there? Mountains. Yeah, those are the mountains. Yeah, they're, and they're right there. Boy, eh? there's a lot of snow left there, Dean. Yeah, they're right there. This is uh, This is nice. Oh, it's yeah. very nice. Sun's rising, rolling hills. Oh yeah. Oh. It is the uh, it is the home of the 2022 Calgary Flames Alumni Masters Golf Tournament, raising money for CP Kids. They've been doing this for a long time. They've been raising money for a long time, and this is the latest. Uh, this is, that's what's happening today. Gosh darn it, they're good at it, Dean. They are good at it. They give back. They give and they give. It's kind of like us, really, probably taking their cues from us. I feel like it's two peas in a pod, really. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, why we're here, obviously. But uh, you don't live anywhere nearby here. Oh, I was bombing it. This is good. Get to really stretch out the engine this morning. Yeah, you you've been riding your bike to uh, to work downtown. Don't mind a little pedaling to wake myself up. Not this morning. No. We did the. We sort of mapped it out. I was gonna have to leave about after the show yesterday, right? And yeah. that uh, that so really didn't do that. Cut into my program, so yeah. instead got got the wheels. So we're uh, we're hopeful. It's one of those things. This is always very much a moving target. People show up when they show up. They eat. They get shoes. They put stuff in their car. They forget stuff, and then somewhere before the nine a.m. tee off, we're hoping to have. Some members of the alumni swing by. For we got some, we got a good list here. Oh my goodness! It is quite a list. We've talked to some of these people. Some of these people don't talk to us. Uh, we love some of these people. There's uh, there's uh, there's a Pinder in here as well. I see. There's a couple. There's, there's a Warner. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a Warner. There's a Pinder. I don't a, think there's a Malberg or a Boomer. There's a Sarich and a Regeer, which we did that show yesterday. I think. Yeah. There's a. There's a couple stay-at-home turds, eh? Let's see what we got here. Kami. Oh yeah, we got a uh... Clark Wilms here. Make sure we remember he's here. Wilm Dog is here. <laughs> That's ex- it's an exciting day. Yeah. When uh, when Wilm comes to town, and somewhere there at the bottom, right in the uh, the last group. Yeah, I saw that. There seems to be a uh, name that rhymes with Schmiginla. Schmiginla. Yeah. Shmurom, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to say anything because you know, kind of keeping it under wraps. Hint. There's it's not a, a lot of people. It's hard for that guy to move around in Calgary Ooh. without getting noticed or people talking. But I'll just leave it there. Hint rhymes with Schmaginla. They hit him on the final page. It'd be great if we could get Schmaginla today. I'm not sure if that'll happen though. We'll oh, try. it better. Let's go. We'll try. Yeah. I'll uh, use my charm. Good. You can tell him how Mike Smith ruined his. Oh, he knows. He doesn't. His I, retirement I'll night. remind him how Mike Smith ruined his retirement night. Ruined it. Just completely. Yeah. There's free T-shirts on every seat in the Saddle Dome, 19289. The place was wound up. They didn't get off to the bets start, but they were coming. And then just decided to pitch a tent behind the net, roll out the foamies, start a little campfire. And by the time he was done that whole routine, they tucked in a freebie, and uh, the game was well Minnesota, on its way to being lost. Minnesota, right? Is that yeah, it was? The wild, yeah. yeah, and I believe it was the Wild on a Tuesday. No, <laughs> I had, to, I, I didn't. Rem- it didn't stick out to me in my memory like it did with you, which yeah. is not surprising. But, but then when I showed, then you, you showed me, yeah. and it's like, yeah, he goes back to stop the the rim, mm-hmm. and still there. And still there, and then just decides. I guess Five I got to get rid of it. Six Mississippi, <laughs> seven Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Except there's no horn in the saddle on when Minnesota scores, but you could, no, yeah, you could figure that out. Yeah. And then uh, Smith almost ruined Game Four for the Oilers two nights ago. I, yeah, I mean, gosh, other guys on the team didn't see it. He wasn't the only one. Is there some consolation there, right? Well, it's a lot of guys didn't see it either. Like so, so yeah. We were, you know, oh, yeah. the one guy that's yeah, job that's is right. to stop the puck. He didn't see it. That's worse than someone else not seeing it. Come on. Either way, uh, and if he wants to ruin game five, that'd be good too. 
as yeah. an N6 and so just No, I'm okay with that. Go, go ahead. Be, go ahead. Be all right. That'd be just fine. It's uh it's a game day, Ryan. It's oh, the Calgary boy. Flames. It's the Edmonton Oilers. It's the Battle of Alberta. It's game five. It's at the Dome. It's 7.30-ish is what we're going to go with. Is that what we're calling yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's a 7.30, which is NHL playoff ease for 7.50. Or whenever the first game, because there's an early game. they got the Carolinas and whoever they're playing, and when they're done, yeah, the Rangers, then yeah. they'll uh, they'll let the Alberta guys play. And I think they know ahead of time when that time's going to be. I think so. I don't think they're going to delay it if it goes to overtime in Raleigh. You don't think so? You ever been to Raleigh? I've not been. Do you want to go to Rally? I kind of do. I feel like it's going to be warm. Oh, are we good? Okay Is that your, oh, that's your headset? It's getting a little crinkly there. Oh. Yep. Well, it's weird with this new equipment we have. Sorry, new? Yeah. Oh, my ear just lost the one. There we go. Yeah, Foster Hewitt used this gear. Well, we got a deal day. on it. Yeah. Because it was uh, stolen from a museum and then sold. Yeah, you take your here. Take your cans off. Take the whole thing off. Unravel this this cord. This is already you know because already the, I don't know if it's still here. The one uh, headset that I had, I picked it up, and the thing, the arm with the mic on it was just kind of limp, hanging, limp and lifeless. And I, uh, I suggested to uh, is it Kim, who, Amy, right? I suggested to Amy that this one probably wasn't going to work and what we do in this case we don't blame amy she's only here to set up and we appreciate that she did it's not dumas fault it's not gvp's fault it's not your fault it's not my fault you know whose fault it is it's jeff's fault that's not working again yeah it oh is, you're good oh. it is jeff's fault you're gonna be in and out that's how this is that's how it's gonna go i mean today. gvp's new here but the one thing he does need to take away from this is that no matter where the arrows point us Jeff's fault. It's Jeff's fault. Jeff's fault again. Jeff's fault again. <laughs> Jeff, well, Jeff, 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 Jeff. You know who's to blame. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's yeah. fault. Yeah. Jeff's fault. Jeffrey. We are still. Jeff uh, and the G's fault. We have some uh, some technology here that is uh, that actually is working. Our, our text line, the fan feedback line, if you want to text through nine sixty. The interwebs. We yeah. have that. I think we have some email. We have some twitters and that sort of thing as well. So we will uh, we'll walk you through your game day. I don't know that uh, it feels like there's it's it, mood is not good among uh, mm. a good chunk of the Flames faithful. The fans are uh, quite down. With well, I think, the 3-1 number and the way things have, have, have gone in this series, I don't think, I don't even think if you, you thought that the Oilers were going to roll over or get steamrolled or be easy, but it's been the other, I think it's been the other way around, that the Flames that we saw in round one and certainly the Flames team that we've seen for the majority of the season haven't really shown up here, and maybe... The, there's injuries and the wear and tear and the toll that the playoffs take on you, but the the goalie versus goalie, top line versus top line, the whole five on five versus five on decor five versus decor. This has been uh, the Oilers really are full to their credit. They're they are they're up three one. It's not like they don't deserve to be up three to one, and now the Flames are going to have to find a way. And it obviously goes without saying you got to win tonight. But that you you can you can see the path, right? If you if you get back to what you're doing, you win tonight. Mm-hmm. They showed, I think, in four that they're going to be able to go up there and steal one potentially, and then all bets are off on a game seven. And I think that the Oilers, as good as they feel right now, would feel uh, would feel awful about squandering a three-one lead if they had to play a six or seven. What you want to do is so, a pucker swap. Yeah. If you could swap the pucker. Yeah, because it's here. The pucker is in southern Alberta. Yeah. If you could send the pucker up QE2, maybe move from Puckerville. Kind of like a weather system. Puckertropolis. Right? Kinda yeah. Right across the edge of the Rockies. Moving north. Moving north. Go through, through Sundry. Sundry right. Golf Club will be yeah. affected with the pucker. Uh-huh. Uh, the Probably the edge. I'm not sure if we'll get right into Red Deer. Maybe like up through Rocky. Rocky Doesn't Mountain usually House. settle in Red Deer. There's always a little bit, not a lot. Yeah. Probably coming back... Somewhere around Rimby, we'll Rimby. start to we'll start to kind of spin a little bit more to the central part of the province, mm-hmm. and then we're really gonna it's gonna miss Stetler. I think it's gonna just miss out of the reach of Three Hills, Troshu as well. Yeah. yeah, but by the time you get to Leduc, oh the pucker, yeah, yeah, it's it's that's where on. the Flames want it to be. Yeah, Olds, Olds, 
Yeah, a little right pucker in Olds. Yeah. you got to win tonight, though, if you want to move the pucker. The pucker's in southern Alberta tonight. That's right. We're here all morning. We get paid for this. I'm sorry. We apologize. There's some historical data on Flames and Oilers in 3-1 series. I've seen a lot of historical also, data on Flames down 3-1, and I'm, I'm yeah. done with that. There's historical also historical data. data that will tell you how teams have fared when they've been down 3-1. Mm. I don't know that it's important, really. It really has no bearing in this. What teams have done in the past yeah. means nothing with what's going to happen tonight as the Flames look for their first ever series win after being down 3-1. No, they're they're duty. 0-9 franchise history in 1-3 series. The Oilers 14-1 and all-time. However, we've already seen one this postseason. We have, yeah, the Rangers. The Rangers were down 3-1 to Pittsburgh. Pitt. And was, then uh, came Not back. the best. And how did they do it? They got tremendous goaltending. Mm-hmm. They picked apart subpar goaltending. Yeah. And they started to play more like we saw of them in the regular season. Yep. Skilled players started to come through. You saw more of Kreider and Panarin and the like. They did beat a superstar on the other side in Louis. Well, I guess Sidney Crosby, too. Yeah. Uh, no, I. Well, hey. It's a subpar goaltending. That's what I was. You yeah, know. yeah, I'm with you. I was talking with superstars, thinking about what's no, going on. No, I understand. In now, here's. Mike Smith and Connor McDavid. The key to this happening as well is that the Oilers are going to have to just. They're going to have to regress. Mm. To the norm, Ryan? I, mm-hmm. Or is this how they've been playing and we just haven't been playing, paying close enough attention? Well, I think since Woodcroft got there, they've been one of the top two or three teams in the league. So it's kind of a bit of both. I mean, McDavid's also been better than he's been ever yes. the last two weeks. So that's kind of – you go back to game five of that series against L.A., they're down two or three goals in the third. Big trouble with penalties. Oh, boy, you're going to lose – game five and go down three two he picks up the entire team and organization the kate's bowl all the jerseys the hammered drunks all on his shoulders and <laughs> brings them back into even at the end of regulation kings would win it in the first shift of overtime but from that final 10 minutes of game five till now i don't know that we've seen a more dominant postseason performance and as much as oilers fans want to say it's not one guy it's not one guy yeah we understand there's there's 12 guys on the ice. There's five skaters, two goalies most of the time. But what you've got from one player has never been this impactful since we started tracking like any sort of advanced stats. This is the most dominant the single player's been. So I understand Oiler fans getting their backup, suggesting it's a team and not one guy. But you also have to lend some credence to the fact that we've never seen someone go supernova like this. Like what we saw last night from Nathan McKinnon, it's essentially what McDavid's been doing for two weeks. Not just one game. Yeah, and I don't know what Daryl was talking about yesterday that he thinks they've, they've done a good job, and they, in a way you have. You I have. thought in game four, it's like, okay, you got two points. That's right. a win. Yeah. The way he was going. Yeah, but he's... As crazy as that sounds? He's at that level, and when, you, when, when you're able to do it, you just kind of tip your cap and you do whatever you can. No chance. Can you hear that? I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we got someone uh, talking about this. All one. right, so let's, uh, let's hear it. We've done as well as anybody else has done against them, quite honest. And I think it's been, you know, that's all everybody's talked about. They've either talked about Jacob Markstrom or they've talked about Connor McDavid. That's all they've talked about. But in the end, that's not what, what the difference in games is. What is it? What do you suppose it is? Well, he's been talking a lot about McDavid as well. It's not, you know, Daryl was the guy that said we're letting one guy beat us after what, game three? Yeah, if not him, then certainly Kachuk and Rasmus Anderson. It was well. Uh, guys threw it out there. But it was lockstep. They usually all have the same talking notes, yeah. so to speak, right? But, no, it, and I see both sides. You go and you look at the at the results, and they're getting a lot out of some other guys. They're, Hyman yes. has been very good. Yes, he has. But the he's the machine that draws all the attention. It's when you've got a superstar wide receiver. He's going to draw extra attention, which then allows some other guys to maybe get open and have a little bit more space than they would otherwise. And I think it's between the ears, too. I think that just mentally... You watch him defend him. It's a a daunting task, and 
to say he's in their heads might be overstating it, but as Daryl said, be aware when he's on the ice. And he can't not be in your head. That's, he's been the greatest player in the world for a while now, and one-on-one, it's not fair, is it? So what happens is everyone gets focused on Connor, and then he does something ridiculous like thr- slide it through a set of legs, and someone's wide open on the back door, and on, on, it's on their tape. Like it's, is he in their heads, or is it just someone that's too good for this league that everyone else is trying to deal with? <laughs> We gotta talk to Batman. See, that's what it is. Yeah, we gotta promote this guy. I, I don't know if I was saying it on the air. It's like when you go. Uh, well, you weren't from a small town, but if you're a small town uh, hockey tournament, that sort of thing, you go or whatever sport. Let's just yeah. let's say it's hockey because we aren't talking about hockey. City team goes to a small town team. Yeah. Well, we're a it's, we're a Div Five team in the city. Yeah, right? everyone's well, with the same skill level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you go to a town that has very few people living in it. Well, it's so that'd be Div, Div Five's kind of a size. But they have a triple A caliber player there, and some Div Seven guys. Yeah, and definitely some couple Div Nine, Div Five. Yeah, but yeah, there's the one kid who can. Just, he's too good for this. He's too good. Batman, get him out of here. And the stupid skate sharpener and car stairs is only sharpening one side of your blades, trying to even it up for the home side. And you're That's like, right. we could leave this small town place and never come back, and I'd be okay. What's wrong? All with I car wanted stairs? was a skate sharpening. These turds are trying to swing the outcome of a game. Oddly enough, text coming through. Sorry, fellas, I'm a Flames fan, but if you think Flames influence extends past car stairs, you are sadly mistaken. I no, we're in... talking about the pucker. We're yeah, not I talking know. about the Flames. Uh, I live in Red Deer, and it's almost exclusively oil. Well, what, I mean, whatever. No, we were talking about the nervous Nelly energy that would be That's created right. if the Flames can make this thing interesting with a win tonight. Yeah, I don't think it's that complex. If you win tonight, all of a sudden... Boy, if you're an Oilers fan, like, well, shoot, that's that game six on Saturday. I mean, that's... Are we in must-win territory? Like, geez, you can't go back to Calgary for a game seven. You start to slide the pressure the other way. Make no mistake, the, the Flames have the pressure on them tonight. But you get back to Edmonton, and that shifts, and maybe they start to grip a little bit, and the doubt creeps in. And people have written off the Flames as, uh, you know, probably dead at that point. They're playing loose, house money. I mean, you, there's a script for this. Like we said, go back and watch the last round. Go back, watch the last round, and if you've watched this round, as as much as the Oilers are up three to one, the the Flames have contributed to being down one three. They have oh, yeah. not had a very good series. It's been hard to, it's been hard to describe. It's been hard to figure because they haven't really looked like this for any amount of time. Three game losing streaks happened during the regular season, but they weren't plentiful. They didn't, nope. it was kind of the, it was it was not the norm. It's one four gamer that was the Tampa. Florida, Carolina, and came home and lost to Ottawa. That's That's when you had that going on, right? Thing is, they have a lot of, we said it yesterday, if you want to look for hope, well, could you, could top to bottom, could you be better? There's a lot of guys that will be able to say, yeah, I can be better. And one of them is in net. And Mm -hmm. it feels like that's where it has to start. You can do a lot of other things well. The top line, right? Like the top line can start to produce more than it is, and the power play can pick up and all of that. But unless Markstrom starts keeping the puck out, whether it's fair or not, that that's where it it starts and finishes well because it comes back to mcdavid if you do a great a great job on him he's still creating lots of chances you're still going to need some saves like it's just he's too good he's going to create chances there's going to be odd man rushes there's going to be some good looks that he sets up for himself or other people he's going to turn someone inside out you need saves at those junctures and if you do get those and the other things you talked about okay your decor you thought you had an edge there could you play better Top line? Could you look a little bit like the top line in the NHL that was in the regular season? Absolutely, there's a pathway, but I, I agree with you. And I wonder about, like, Markstrom's new to this. This is second postseason. We don't say that a lot about 30-year-old guys, do we? Like, obviously, he's played playoffs in the American League along the way. He lost a series to Eddie Lack. I don't want to inspire lack oh, of confidence geez. here. but wow. uh, Like, the bubble. Lack of confidence? Yeah, yeah. The bubble was his first playoffs. Yeah. And that wasn't really even a normal one. And I don't know. I just have this seared image in my head from game number four in Edmonton. And they pan to him before the game. And he's hunched over at the waist, gears on, just dead still. And you're like, how much pressure is this guy putting on himself? 
Yeah. Are you dialed in? And, are, you, and, are you bleep scared? What are yeah, you? and it might be the exact same routine he always has, and he might be free as a bird, not yeah. stressed, but it's not the way he came out and played that first puck, is it? And he'd already been a talking point of the other team's head coach and all the national and U.S. media that have poured into Alberta to cover this series. And I don't know the answer, but I, I, I certainly think there's a lot of people wondering, how is he dealing with this? Because he hasn't looked exactly right. And he looked phenomenal in round one. And I don't know that this is how fatigue would work. If it's just like, well, he probably played a little too much. He just hit a wall. Well, I don't know. He looked so good in game seven. He looked so good in that series against Dallas. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you just, just, is he getting in his own way a little? And if he would, it'd be human nature. But it's just, you can't lean on this like, well, back in the playoffs, these three times he did. It was once with no fans. That's it. But was so good last round. The pressure, yeah, I mean, exactly. it, it was a must-win situation. And, and that's why I wonder <laughs> right? about where he's at, right? Yeah. I, it, it's got to be a, a, an awful feeling as a goaltender. Now, I I never played. My kid was a goalie for a couple of, I think, a few weeks. And I know it sucked being a goalie dad, sitting there watching as every time across yeah. the blue line you start, you talk pucker. But you come to Calgary as a free agent, you sign the contract, with that comes expectations. Comes in, plays very well. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. I'm, I know I'm a number one guy. Now I can be a highly paid number one guy. Then you get to this season, looks like we're going to the playoffs. Didn't really play poorly much at all. We, you would go for, it was such a luxury after, after having the mishmash in net that. Yeah, since Kipper, basically. The bad goals, you didn't see them very often. Nope. And if, he, and if he did have a rare outing that wasn't sharp, boy, he was good the next one. Dialed in. Bounced right back. Like we talked about that four-game losing skid. That was Vladar for two on about back-to-back. Markstrom didn't even play half those. Yeah. And then you get to game one and that second period where the pucks start going in. And, and it's just the numbers have been you, – you couldn't have imagined. You could never have predicted this – from Markstrom there was no because there was not even a slide right there was no slip in his game in that Dallas series no think about the saves in the third and overtime of game seven yeah like that those are steely steely moments and there's a whole different vibe if they lose that round one so if there isn't an injury or fatigue if this is just a mental thing then you that's good news then Fi- figure, you can fix it. You can figure it out. Find a way to get in there. But it, and it was really good after the first. A little late to get to really good. Yeah. But what one on? What was it? One on seventeen, or I forget what the the number was after the. He was going to have to bar the door, and essentially yeah. he did. And then everything else, yeah, be better. The top line has been outscored in this series, thirty to thirteen. Be a good night for Cali Yarncroke to remember how to score a goal. Dylan Dubé, you want to do that as well? That'd be great. Milan Lucic. You're massive. Run into some people. Yeah. Blake Coleman. Foley. Goes, you know, you've been good, but let's get some offense going here. And, yeah, the top pair, be a top pair. There's been way too much of the Oilers getting in behind that layer of defense. Even yep. early on in game four the other night, I think it was Dreisaitl who found Cody Cece. Like, Cody Cece joins the rush and gets in behind the defense, and Dreisaitl is... The best passer in the league. If he's not, he's right there. Puts it on his tape, and and Markstrom has to make a great save. They just everything about it. It's it's got to be so frustrating. I would think, in a way, for Daryl, for the management, for everybody, and obviously for fans. But within within the dome, they built this team, and the team showed them what they were made of through the regular season, and then one round of playoffs, and now it's it's gone sideways. Dial it up, get it back, do it tonight, make it an interesting series, get it back to Edmonton. That's yeah. the first time in a long time you'd think, man, if I could just get to Edmonton. Get that high-pressure system That's moving today. north. Yeah. I mean, you don't get the most beautiful sight in Alberta if you don't go to Edmonton in the first place. Yeah. You see that place in the rearview mirror? Life's good, baby. Uh, we don't know what we got on the show today. We've left it more or less open because we're at the Calgary Flames Alumni Masters Golf Tournament. A lot of celebrities, dignitaries, uh, gubernatories uh, coming by today. Uh, Governor generals, yeah. I think um, premiers, lieutenant generals, left-handed people, Le- left-handed golfers yeah. will be here. A lot of lefties. We'll look to uh, grab a few of them and get them on the air here this morning. Talk some hockey with the Calgary Flames alumni. I this year's a goalie that had a game seven for the ages too. Brent Cron. 
He nope. is going to be nope. here. Uh, I see him right there. Definitely someone that played more than 20 minutes in the league. Um, Mike Vernon's here. Mike Vernon, Dean. Glove hands. Yeah, Vancouver, I guess he did play goal. Yeah. Round one, I guess Vancouver. He did do that, yeah. So that's how the show is going to go. So I, I just should be around your radio because you just no, never okay. know who's going to come, when it's going to happen. We got the Pinder report coming up. We're going to give away a beautiful basics package. It is Thursday, Ooh. so it is Green Drop Day. I wonder how our buddy Gibby is doing. He's only one man. He's a player fan. Is that right? We're trying to set up golf without yeah, yeah, yeah. you and that other long arm dope because every time we try to do that, schedules don't I work. I kind of like it out here. Yeah, this you is can nice, do it out here. right? Did the dope turn in his membership out here or was uh, he still keeping it? Don't talk to the dope about it. It's a bit of a touchy oh, thing. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. As most things with the dope, things uh, go a little bit sideways and then it gets touchy. And it's like, well, emotional. I didn't really do all my homework and didn't put a lot of work into it and it didn't work. That's yeah, a shame. That's right. <laughs> we'll break here. Uh, well, I guess we can keep going. What six twenty-six? I don't know. I don't know. What, what the hell? What, what are you going to say so, about about what we're seeing? It's you can't explain it, and it all has to change. Aside from that, you know what? Absolutely, I was had me puckering before the series started. I think it was Pierre LeBrun of the Athletic wrote an article on this series alone. One scout, one executive, one head coach, and like another industry person. And they all picked the Flames. And I just said, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Only when everyone thinks something is going to happen in sport does it not happen. Only when everyone's on Kansas City do they, like, you know, not cover against Houston. I don't know. I just had a horrible feel about, boy, you're really going to give this organization with, you know, two of the most talented players in the league no credit for their incredible run down the finish? As as that Dallas series went along, though, you felt like if they can get through this, they may have an easier time in round two than round one with how Ottinger was playing. Well, game one you felt that way, right? (laughs) Then in game two, Mike Smith gives you two right out of the gate again. You're thinking, okay, this this could be a short series. They don't close it out, and you're thinking, oh, man, that might be the one that comes back to haunt them. Let's remember game two. Sure enough, they don't get the split in Edmonton despite coming all the way back from 3-0. And, yeah. There's two right there. Game two, game four. What would make a legendary how how the Battle of Alberta got to be so great is game sixes and sevens. Sure. I think that should be the... Theo sliding end-to-end. That wasn't in game three, Dean. No, that was not in game three. That was in game six, and then... That's right. Don't don't talk about the rest. No, it's not important. And then Steve Smith, that wasn't in games one, two, three, four. No, that was a seven. There you go. It was game seven. Yes. Steve Smith, Mike Smith, Smith Smith. I can't wait for game seven. OT game seven is going to be great. I mean, I'm going to be, you want to talk about pucker when McDavid comes over the boards in game seven yeah. overtime? In this, oh. Well, he'll be out. That's, oh, that's how they get back. That's how they get back. That's right. <laughs> Friendly fire. Oh, that's in. a shame. Uh, yeah. uh, a Pinder report coming up. We'll talk to some of the boys here with the Flames alumni as the show continues on a Calgary Flames game day. Game five at the Dome tonight, 730. We got it for you. Starting with uh, warm-up at 630 and really... Steinberg's going to get your role, and this is going to be a full day of Flames coverage here on a must-win Thursday. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. And the program presented by Sundry Golf Club. Do you need a venue for your company golf event? Do you want to set up a weekend with the boys? You just want to get out of town for a nice, soothing round? Then it's Sundry. Book your tee time at sundrygolf.com. They have stay-and-play packages Ooh. on there now, starting at one eighty-nine per person based on double occupancy. Don't mind that. There you go. That's how you get it done. Sundrygolfclub.com. On our way towards 7 o'clock here on Thursday, Flames Game Day. Helmets on, get your helmet on. It is must-win Thursday for the Flames, down 3-1 in their series against the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers looking to get to the Western Conference Final for the first time since 2006. Of course, you remember six, yeah. Rolson. Yeah, Rolson until the final, final, yeah. And then what was it, Ty Conklin, UC Markkinen, oh boy. Yeah, Conklin went in in game one after the injury and it didn't go well, and then Markkinen took over, and... Yeah, you know, did as much as he could. I mean, he was an admirable for us. But what are you going to do against Cam Ward 
the young guy comes in, takes over in the nets. You're just a matter of time, really. It really bothered me when Edmonton went to the final that year. Well, it was it so... It was the season uh, after the flame. Yeah. And it, was, it felt like such a special run, and then the turds up north to <laughs> the next season do it. And I know there's a lockout in the middle, but still, it was like, come on. I love your veiled shots. You know, it's not the ones that are it's right the in the ones, nose. Yeah. It's the ones that's like, mm-hmm. boy, that was kind of sneaky how you got that jab in there. It takes a while for people to connect the dots. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think he likes Edmonton. It's kind of a couple minutes down the road. Like, that may have been kind Wait of a, a shot. Is that a shot against Edmonton? Maybe missed that. We're out at uh, today. We're at Prittis Greens Golf and Country Club. The Flames alumni have their Masters Golf Tournament today. I would just look at the names. We've got Alana McDonald. We've got a Curtis Glencross. We've got a Joel Otto. We've got a Brandon Morrison. We have got a Mike Vernon. We have got a Tim Hunter. Corey Sarich, Mickey DuPont, Robin Regeer, Marty Jelena. You got one of the Sutter twins. Colin Patterson. Perry Berezan. Perry Berezan, Mike Commodore, and, yeah, Jerome McGinley. Just is to in name town. a few. There's a bunch, man. So that's uh, obviously exciting. Everybody pump to see Iggy. Get Iggy back around. Be a popular guy today, I think. I think he would be. He would be. I wonder. I, I, I'm very curious what, what's going on, how he's doing. Is he watching this? Does he care? Because he was a flame for life until all of a sudden it was boom, 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 Pittsburgh, Boston, Colorado, mm-hmm. and even a king at the end. I think he has uh, – who was it that wrote the story? It was in The Athletic, just how his life has evolved, that he's still involved in hockey in a way, as much as he's ever been. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's just now, as a coach and as a parent, as his kids are all trending towards being, if not elite, but mm-hmm. very high caliber. His one son was a uh, first-round Bantam pick. I think his daughter's, his daughter's going to college. Team team yeah. Nationally. So, so, yeah, they, uh, they have the genes. They have well, the dad's and genes. If, if they got the competitive, uh, like that, uh oh! He pissed off Iggy. Spirit, yeah. Look out! Uh, they'll be all right because you could see teams had finally figured it out at the end of his career. Like, don't touch him. Just leave him alone. Just leave him alone. No, no, no! Oh, you hit him! Oh, don't bother oh, you him. Hit him. Don't. What do you do? You don't you hit don't him. Need to do it. Oh, and again, oh, there goes your mic. Patrick, go again, look. So, I mean, no promises. We're certain, obviously, hoping to get uh, Jerome if we can. But these are always kind of hard to hard to figure. Depending on when guys arrive, it's a 9 a.m. shotgun start. There will be lots of kibitzing and all that sort of thing, but we'll do our best. We'll do our very best. That's what I can promise you today. It's often disappointed people, but we will again try. Yeah, our best is hardly hardly enough ever, really. Um, It is, uh, oh, you know what? I don't have, uh, or do I have my thing? No, I don't have... uh, Motorworks BMW, do you? Yeah, Motorworks, they are, you know what? Come in with a competitor's quote and they'll... Burn the thing. They're right going to crumple it up and throw it right in your face. If it's a BMW you've got, <laughs> then this is the place you need to be. Parm wouldn't throw it in your face. Motorworks, the greatest shop of all time. It's true, especially bring, if you have a BMW. Brings you the Pinder Report. Yeah. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. A lot of pressure on him now. Oh, that's right. Battle of Alberta, 6.5 tonight, boys. The sixth time they met in the playoffs, game number five. And the Flames on the brink. Staving. I love a good stave. Do ya? Yeah, I do. They loved it in St. Louis last night. You know what? Look, look what around. a stave that was. What a beautiful morning it is. This is staving weather. It's a great day. There's staving weather, and there's not stave. This is staving weather. Yeah, here. it really is. Okay. Uh, it's either season over. Or could be the beginning of the greatest comeback in the history of Battle of Alberta. That's right. You will pay witness to one of those two things potentially as soon as tonight. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot going on. Uh, can the franchise come out of their first ever um, series where they can win after a 3-1 hole? Again, we won't find out tonight, but we'll know if they didn't. Hmm? Hmm? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so, right? It's, you can't. Chris Tanev came in in game four. Hmm? Hmm? You know what, Ryan? You can only win one. You can't win. You can't win three now, tonight. Now, is there a way they could call the league and win all three tonight? No. So they're probably just gonna have to focus on. Winning. I was telling one you in game at a time. So let's figure out where it is. Let's. Yeah, where is that? Is there? it? Is it in here? Checky check one two. It, it's not in there. Okay. We're, is it up here? All right. All right. Uh, seven thirty puck drop means seven fifty in Gary Bettman playoff language for whatever reason. We'll see if they go 11-7. and seven. I would expect they would. Tanev was good despite him noticeably paying, playing through pain and 
you know, the the one arm doesn't, doesn't seem to be right, Dean. Did you notice that? That one of his arms maybe is Well, I mean, it's all, mm. uh, yeah. Mm. I would think for, go 11 and 7. I thought he played well for how how injured he is. Agreed. Probably not a spot on a penalty kill though as That's where he got burnt, right? You're you're just going to get out muscled when you have a bum shoulder that's killing you. Uh. So either way, uh, you you give him credit. You hope he can get back in there tonight. Stakes are high. I hope the Flames can find a way here. They've not they've not played well at all until I mean stretches of, of game four, maybe in early on in game one, but early on in game two, but this very is early. This series is four games deep and you're kind of cobbling together stretches of good play. That's not how they've rolled. I even, would... even sorry, even in games that they've lost in yeah. the regular season, they've they've looked good. They've looked like themselves doing it. They just get beat sometimes. Something resembling a 60-minute effort certainly should be on the menu tonight. Go ahead and pick that one. I haven't had one yet this series. Uh, Red Lot is back. Two hours prior to puck drop, you will. Uh, they'll be opening up. You know what the Red Lot is, the crazy people jumping outside, going bananas. Now, don't show up without a ticket. and Don't expect to get your ticket if you're not online at 9 this morning. They are free but they have names attached. You can't hand them off to other people. You can't resell them. Uh, 9 a.m. gets you your tickets for 5.30 doors to the Red Lot tonight for Game 5. Let's go to the NHL last night. You want to talk about staving the Avs and Blues in Denver with McKinnon's club. One went away from the Western Conference Final. This is the hurdle they haven't been able to clear, Dino. It's stalled out in Round 2 oh, I see. each of the last three seasons. Didn't look like that was going to be an issue early last night. Gloved down by Bo Byram. What a play ahead for Arturi Lekkinen in space. Lekkinen holds. McKinnon, he lets it fly. He scores! The Mac attack is back, Jack! Mm-hmm. McKinnon gets around his man in center. Heads down the right wing. Miko Rantanen is there. Cuts to the middle. Down low, Nathan McKinnon. Puck rolled on him. He gets it back. He scores! The Mac attack is definitely back, Jack! Landeskog yeah. wins it. Rantanen taps it back for Nathan McKinnon. Further back for Tave. Shot on. Hit. Score! <laughs> oh, Captain! My Captain! Landeskog with the deflection. Can we find this guy? I like him. Because we made fun of a lot of the... Well, we make fun of everyone. I mean, no offense to anyone, but... We make fun of everyone. Yeah, we do. This, the, yeah. These are high-energy calls all the time with the Avs. He's got a little, it's kind of like Sherman with the Yankees. The, mm-hmm. It's a Judgy and Blast. He's got one for Rise. everybody, the KHL, and the, I don't know. But it was it was quite a night for the, for the Avs. As McKinnon was, we talk about McDavid going to another level. Mm-hmm. That was McKinnon last night as he was looking to put the... Uh, put the abs through as you said get them over that uh, tomash hurdle three 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 nothing at that point but hang on the blues wouldn't go away tarasenko thomas kairu all score from late the second to late in the third tied it with 446 to go and then mckinnon gets the hat trick going if you haven't seen it it is a beauty have a listen McKinnon with two goals, McKinnon in between the circles, McKinnon, he scores! Oh my goodness gracious me! Nathan McKinnon, throw the shampoo! The back attack is back with a goal and a play that you will hear and see over and over and over and over! And over. And over. Yeah, it was over. And over! And That's over! It. Yeah. But it was tremendous. All speed, cut to the net, in tight, somehow gets it into the into the roof. And that's with 240. You've just lost your lead. It feels like lead. a series winner. You've just lost your lead, third period, and McKinnon grabs it back with 246 left. You, who are we playing in round three? Oh, that's we, what's we, on we, their we, mind. Yeah, hey, I hope they're cheering for the Flames all of a sudden. They went a long series. Beat each other up, guys. We're going to get through. Oh, hang on. Blues aren't dead yet. Donovich-Navich to Tarasenko. He shoots. They score! They've tied it up. It's the bailout at Ball Arena. The Blues have tied it again. 4-4 the score. Yeah, no kidding. Rob Thomas there. Are you kidding me? 56 seconds left. Final minute of play. Empty net behind him. To overtime we go. It was Tyler Bozak that got an assist. 
on the Pat Maroon goal two, three years ago. He scores! Tyler Bozak in overtime! You can bring out the Zamboni! The St. Louis Blues are coming home, and they're bringing the Avalanche with them! Because when the game's over, the ice is going to be, you don't want to fly, you know, the ruts. There'll be games there later. Yeah, that's what this he game's was over. inferring there as it was over. Yeah, it was. Uh, Blues score five of the final six goals of the game. Are you kidding me? They win 5-4. Insanity. McKinnon's all-world night wasted. Finishes with a hat-trick and a helper. Blues stave, baby. Staven. Tyler Bozak, I think he played somewhere like seven minutes. That was a fourth-line shift yep. for the Blues In against OT. the Kadri, Ranton, and Nachushkin line. Wow. And and they come up huge. You think that crowd's going to be wound up in St. Louis? Oh, my. Game six tomorrow night. And Billy Huso was great. Shots in the first were 18-9. to nine. That's after McKinnon's put two in. He, he made an unbelievable save, uh, a pad save in the first. So, no, obviously, Bennington, you get over that, right? It probably t- takes a game to absorb the fact that you've lost your star goaltender, but now Huso, uh, he was he was dynamite last night. Carolina, meanwhile, uh, tonight will be back at it, at home against the Rangers. They like being at home, Dean, and another homer series for the Canes, 6-0 and in Raleigh, 0-5 in places not named Raleigh. That's that doesn't make what sense. What a wild postseason it's been for them. It doesn't make sense. 5 o'clock, five o'clock Sports Night West, you need it, okay? Other NHL news, Tom Wilson's out six to eight months after knee surgery. I started counting months, Dean. He could be out till the new year. Not great, Bob. Six, six, six seven, seven, eight, 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 July, August, September, April, June, and November. Uh, you missed a couple there. I think. Anyway, it's a while. Six to eight months, I'm told. Joe Thornton undecided on his playing future. His wife said, hey, Joe, are you, are you done? He said, Oh, I didn't really thought about it. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I like my yeah, beard. Yeah, I, th- I sure like being on the road with the boys, babe. Said very complimentary things about the Panthers, bright future, yada, yada, yada. He hasn't figured out his as of yet. Four, 43 turns on the 2nd of July, I believe. It looks like it's over. Yeah. It just seems like... Didn't play a lot. It felt like last year was kind of the last push, and it didn't happen, and then this year... Couldn't have, I mean, couldn't have ended really worse. You get swept by your state rivals. Yeah. He, like, does he go back to Davos? He spent a lot of time over That's there right. during work stoppages yeah. and that. He's beloved over there. But I got to think it's over in the NHL for Big Joe. Are they just letting anyone into Switzerland these days? You're going to have a beard like that to let you in the country? Well, he, and I think he shaved it off there at some point, too. And then it mm. felt like a week later it was back. Yeah, and, and it. Different sort of skunk coloring than Uncharac- yeah. yeah, like uncanny hair follicle abilities there. Yeah. Elite. Uh, Major League Baseball, let's go to the Blue Jays uh, in Anaheim tonight. You know, after an off day yesterday, they're opening a four-game set. And get this, there's a player in the Major Leagues of Baseball who hits and pitches. Not like National League where the pitchers have to hit that sort of thing. Like an actual yeah, really, yeah. really good hitter. And a pitcher, and he'll even hit on days that he pitched. His name is Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Showtime. He's going to start for the Angels. For the Blue Jays, Hyunjin Ryu, I mean, he can try to hit, but probably best if he doesn't. Yeah. He, also, he, he could try to pitch, and we don't know how that's Yeah, just focus go. on the pitching, right? Yeah, that's usually what they do, right? Uh, some late evening baseball for the next four days. you got to love it. 7.38 Mountain Start. I mean, we're going to be busy tonight, but I don't mind a little West Coast late ball. Hmm? 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 Jays 23-20 and 20 on the season. Final playoff spot in the AL as it stands. They hold it. How do you feel hmm? when you when you roll that out? 23-20. and 20. How's that feel in your loins? Well, if uh, you told me how good the start to the season was, I would not feel good. Uh, but you also told me they were last in the league and batting average with runners in scoring position be like oh okay well that's a good omen that's not like a oh you just need to try harder it's like okay that'll even out over time just try harder boys nope don't do that it's baseball nothing wrong wrong with trying gonna try and fire that headset into the bush no that's good shoot me in the face (laughs) you want to try a new one Yeah. yeah let's do it uh, NBA, there were games last night involving not one but two teams. There were two teams on the court at the same time, and then this happened. Something that the Celtic coaching staff 
talk to the referees about at halftime. Jalen Brown with the finish. Wow. There you go, Jalen Brown with the finish, as you heard there. And uh, this this series between the Celtics and the uh, the, the other team has been so that, good. That be 93-80 as Boston takes a 3-2 series lead over the Heats. And they can wrap things up coming up probably on Friday. Another blowout. Yeah. Once since May 11th have we had a game within six points, the two teams. It's been it's awful. boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. And, yeah, the Celtics at home will have a chance to punch your ticket to the final. Heat on the ropes. That's, uh, yeah, that's all you need to know about that one. Golden State tonight, their second crack at eliminating Dallas. This one from the Bay Area, Mavs Stave. Do you love a good Stave, Dean? They I staved do. in Dallas a couple nights ago. This is at Sportsnet 360 at 7. Speaking of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, an incredible uh, sit-down with the media. It was emotional. A plea to American politicians following another school shooting in the U.S. earlier in the week. Heartbreaking stuff. It's worth your time. If you haven't seen it, go find Steve Kerr, who lost his father to an assassination, believe it or not, overseas, younger, uh, or obviously way back. Uh, crazy, crazy story there. Yep. And his plea to try to help this from not happening again, or at least less regularly. Ugh, horrible stuff. Canadian Championship. Let's go there. Fast kicking, low scoring, and ties. <laughs> you bet. Yeah, Calvary FC with a monster test against the Whitecaps last night at Echo Field. Scoreless in the first half. Let's go to the 72nd minute. Bevin turns, shoots. What a strike from Meyer Bevin. And the New Zealander has put Cavalry in front after 72 minutes. Oh, they were jumping. Kyle Laren? No. Um, Meyer Bevin, the, the Kiwi. Oh. Off the kicks we went, though. The Whitecaps tied it on a corner in the 85th minute. First seven shooters uh, all finding the back of the net. The eighth, a miss for Cavalry. The Whitecaps clinch it with uh, a goal in the fifth round. Vancouver squeak by, but not without some nervous moments. They'll face York in the semifinals. The MLS sides, TFC and Montreal CF, will meet in the other semifinal. Patty Dumas was there. How close are we, Pat, to seeing the... Cows are right there. Oh, so close, Bender. So close. Uh, what a wild atmosphere. Absolutely goal, dramatic. Too. Oh, beer went flying. Covering it. A lot of beer. It was great. Smoke? Smoke? Beer? Oh, there was smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can't smoke. Yeah, they smoke with a smoke grenade. I, think there was, I, there was, I smelled some smoke and the smoke, so it's a fun the time smoke. out there. Oh, yeah. Next league action for the Cavs. They're on the road for a bit, and they're home for a bit. And they're it's, yeah. It's a while. That's usually how that works in a sporting Back and forth, yeah. They don't play them all yeah. in one place. Unless it's college football, then you just stack it with powder puff Or the, what, the USFL? We just yeah. play all of them in the same state. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, football, NFL yeah. news, oh, Colin yeah. Kaepernick's working up for the Raiders. What? When? So, I mean, it's it's been years and years Of course and it's years. the Raiders. This would be perfect. And there's, they're... On the ride, there's, this is not a stunt. This is not a publicity thing. They legitimately feel like he could add some depth. Well, he was very good when he played, and the league did settle out of court when he accused them of blackballing him. So, mm. It's interesting because it's not the first time you've you've heard a team that was going to potentially do this and then Seattle things maybe go sideways yeah. at the 11th hour. But it's <laughs> you, you hear from football people that have been close to it and have actually watched them. They suggest there's... The, the ability is there. He still has the arm. He still has the tools. Obviously, he's not taken hits for a long time. He feels great. I, I'm kind of rooting here. It would be a great story if he could get back in somehow. I'll tell you what, you'd sell a lot of jerseys. For all the people swearing they'd never watch the league again, well, I think you'd have more people swearing they'd buy the jersey. Uh, NFL failed in their attempt to scuttle John Gruden's lawsuit. Oh. He accused the league of campaigning to force him to resign. He had six years left on that $100 million, 10-year contract, and then certain emails got leaked, and you're like, oh, why aren't the Washington's owner's emails being leaked? It's only John Gruden's, and oh, there, now he's resigned. Yeah, Mm. it probably doesn't take away from the fact that he sent the emails and that he had the intentions that he had within the emails remains the same. He just but feels it may like have it been a campaign a... against him is what he's yeah. claiming, and it didn't get thrown out of court, so it's still going at least. Uh, finally, to the CFL. 
And this motherfucker watching Canadian football. Long ass field. Yeah, it is a long ass field. Labor negotiations still underway, Dean. Um, a big pinch point, apparently. Now sit down. Hope you have a, cu- a glass of water. Seven Canadians on the field, or six Canadians and one nationalized American. Huge point of contention. With oh, <laughs> we could miss games over this. Are you kidding me? Well, I am the wrong guy to talk to. The people that are into the... do people care that much? I, know I don't. That, I know I the don't Canadian know. players care, and as you should. But it's jobs for Canadians. Good lord! But I don't know. At a time when you're looking to improve the caliber of play, or at least get more eyeballs, Just you would think improving anything. the caliber of play. And look, it sucks. But if if you put the best players available on the football field, it might be entertaining. You yeah. might have some Canadians mixed in there, mm-hmm. but you might not. So I think it's good to have that Canadian content, but so, when when you're now missing games and it's putting, <laughs> this is one of the stumbling blocks on getting the league back on the field. I don't know, man. Thursday deadline being uh, batted about. Perhaps ownership would throw a hard Thursday deadline on things before they cancel games, accept it or it's over. Uh, we'll see. And it's wild. I mean, the Stampeders uh, practice today. Uh, no, no practice, but stand by because maybe everybody's really just sitting around to see. If this gets done, then get out there because we're it's, right in it. Uh, I, I don't. Well, I kind of do like taking shots at the league, but it's very CFL. Oh, it's pretty CFL. But we've seen a lot of other sports. They'll play. They'll get through this, but it's just when this Bettman moment and right the, now, this is very CFL. When the NHL and the NHLPA were tooth and nail, it looked a little CFL then, too. That's right. So That's your pin report, Dean. I don't know. <laughs> Brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street Southeast. We're live today out at Prittis Greens Golf and Country Club, the home of the 2022 Calgary Flames Alumni Masters Golf Tournament, raising money for CP Kids. Lots of money, charity, golf, celebrities, good times, great oldies. Sportsnet 960, the fan.